0: Last week we were talking about anger and how we have established that anger isn't sinful. Everybody say amen. Because if it was, then God, what is God doing angry? God gets angry, so it can't be sin. Jesus got angry, so it can't be sin. So, uh,. Anger, anger does go wrong though, and that's what I want to talk about today. And that's that's the kind of anger that we probably deal with. But but first, I want to I want to finish up uh, from last week. Uh, Psalm thirty and one. Who's reading? Monty, you reading? Yes. Sir. Let's read this and then we'll walk through it. Come on.
1: I will exalt you, Lord, mm-hmm. for you lifted me out of the depths and
0: did not let my enemies gloat over me. You know what? I will exalt you, Lord, for what you have done for me. You know what I'm seeing now? People aren't grateful anymore. I mean, people aren't grateful. I mean, it, I'm talking about God has done some amazing things for all of us and, and, and for, all, for all his believers, but we, we repay him by being slow, full, busy, uh, uh, distracted, we're, it's like we're we're, we're not grateful. I, I'm, I I see a lot of Christianity. It's this kind of Christianity. It's God. I'll give you what I have left. This isn't my message. This don't pay me for this. This is free. Uh, 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 I I'll give you what I have left. I, I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. If I have spare time, I'll give it to you. You know what? I'm I'm thinking. We gather one day a week. All week long, we do whatever we want. And then we gather one day. <laughs> one, one, one day. There's church where they keep doing church all week. I, I can't stand that kind of church. I don't like that kind of church. I mean, you go to, they got Wednesday night. They got Tuesday prayer. They got Saturday uh, mass. They got all this church. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I don't do that much church. We got one day. One day. To, to thank God and be and be grateful for a, a, a whole week's time, for a whole month's time, for, for keeping us all through this chaos that's going on all around us one day. Let me get off of that. I just, I'm just saying that we're not grateful. So here he's saying, Lord, I'm grateful. You know what? I'm grateful that you lifted me out of the depths, and my enemies can't just laugh at me. This is David talking. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Come on out. Lord, my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. And then every time we normally talk to God, we usually talk to God when something's wrong. How many of you guys talk to God when everything's right? When everything's just going good, and, you, and you're riding down the road, and, and you're going, hey, you know what, Lord, my life is going okay. No, Lord, I thank you, and I give you praise, and I worship you. And we got two types of believers, and then we got the third one that is, that is the right believer, the believer who loves God as long as everything is good, and then when it goes bad, they struggle. And then we have the leader, the believer who loves God and seeks God when everything is bad. And then it, when it gets good, they drift away. And then you you have the people who are both. I serve God when it's good. I serve God when it's bad. Amen. I seek God when it's good, and I seek God when it's bad. Which one are you? Because because. I call upon the Lord for help, and there's nothing wrong with calling upon the Lord for help. But I also call upon the Lord when everything's going pretty okey-dokey. You know, we do on those days where the weather's good and the car's running right, and the, you got a little money, and then they bought you. They bought you. They, right now, it's it's hard to get a good meal at a restaurant right now for some reason. Amen. It's like, maybe they're mad they had to be there, too. I don't know. But it's like, service is bad. And I'm like, we were, you know, I'm dealing with anger. (laughs) But what I realized is I don't have an anger problem. I have a patience problem. Everybody say amen. Patience that leads to anger. So we were at this restaurant the other day, me, Julie, and Courtney, and it was just bad. I'm like, dude, if you don't bring me some French fries really soon, I'm going to tear this place up. And then, and then the one, the one waiter walks by or whatever they call them now, and, and it's like, hey, uh, dude, we've been waiting for a while. Bring my, don't have my food come out here cold, please. And then you know what happens? The girl comes back and puts the check on the table and goes, "I'll take that up when you're ready." Oh, I haven't got anything. And then Courtney is my witness, my, my. I was like, the Lord, Lord, you are really testing me on this thing. <laughs> You're trying to really make sure that I'm not teaching them something that I'm not doing. Quick story. Julian's got this, had this Lego set, and he's had it since last year. Because I hate Legos. Don't pull those Legos out. And so he finds the Lego set that I stashed under his bed so he wouldn't see it. He found it. And then my, Connor's over, the neighbor. And they're like, hey, can we put this together? I'm like, no. No, because you're not going to be able to do it. And you're going to need my help. And I hate Legos. I don't want to deal with that. And so they're looking at me. I'm like, fine, go ahead. Go ahead and try it. They go downstairs. And now these things are very interesting. They're not built for kids. They're really not. And they take this thing, they open it, and all the bags are numbered. And I'm upstairs, I come downstairs, they're dumping all the pieces out the bags. So now all the pieces are mixed up. And they're trying to do the thing, and then finally it's like, Dad, we can't do it. I told you you can't do it. OK, so I go down there, and I'm looking at it. And this is, this is what happened to me. This, this, is, this is what I thought about. I went, you know what? I'm going to put this stupid thing together. I'm going to test my patience. So I start. I cleared them out, because they would aggravate me, and I, and I, and I sit down and I'm starting to work on this thing, and I can feel me getting more and more aggravated, more and more Because now all the parts are messed up. So you got to find out where. The, oh, I'm just so aggravated. I'm I, and I can sit and and I just like no, sit here. Deal with it. So I started finding the pieces and putting the stupid thing together, and they wouldn't fit, and then. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, so aggravated. And I'm like, no, sit here and finish it. So I started putting it together. I stopped, take a break, come back, put some more together, stop, go take care of something, get back home, put some more. And Courtney's like, why are you doing that? And then there people would call, and they'd be like, what are you doing? I'm putting together this Lego. Why are you doing that? I'm like, because I'm impatient. And my impatience always leads to anger. Now, we establish that anger isn't wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But it goes wrong. And so my thought is, OK, if I'm angry, and angry is a form of love, and anger also is a protective thing that God put inside us, that's why it blows up, and that's why it's like dynamite, then what am I protecting? And this is what I realized. I hate to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When something makes me uncomfortable, it it makes me mad. When, when, something, when something irritates me, it makes me mad. It, I'm protecting my sanctity, I think. I, I'm I'm protecting my peace of mind. I'm, I'm protecting my my ability to seek tranquility. And it, and I realize something. Those goals are not realistic, because things in the world and things around you are going to always test your tranquility. They're going to always test your peace of mind. Everybody say amen. Amen. Because when you go out in the world now, and even in your own home, because you have children, that, that these things you're going to always be, I realize something, everybody. My goal is not realistic. I'm protecting something that I am destined to fail, so that means I'm destined to be aggravated. I'm destined to be angry. You, and then you know how it is when you get older. When you get older, you you either, you begin to swing two different ways. You either swing into a carefree life. You ever seen older people who just don't care anymore, and they're they're out in Hawaii one week, and they're in the you know they're riding their bikes, they're golfing, and they, or you go to the bitter, angry guy who you can't go in the yard. Can't step in the yard because he'll tell you off. He hates everybody. In it. Oh, that's the mean guy. You either go carefree or you go angry, mean old guy. And I'm sitting here going, here's my tendency to be the angry, mean, that guy. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, that would make for a bad life, a bad rest of my life. Amen. So let me dig into this and not preach to you, but let you share what I'm learning about me. And then you can look at yourself. All right. Why do you get angry so quick? What makes you angry? What are you trying to protect? Or what are you trying to correct? But make sure when you're correcting something, it needs to be corrected, because it needs to be corrected, not just because if I correct this, it, it, helps, my, it helps me be get what I want. If I correct this, I'm, I know you didn't get that. I'm going to explain it. So here's God. Let me get back to the scripture. I call on you to
1: help you heal me. Next verse. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Come on. Sing the praises of the Lord, you, his faithful people. Praise Sing his, his praises. Holy name. Praise his name. Come on. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. See, because God's anger, unlike
0: ours, it only lasts for a moment. Aren't you glad? Amen. Let me tell you something. God has got mad at all of you. Absolutely. At one point in time, God just went, what are you? Amen. Glad I got some amens. At one point in time, God has been mad at all of us. The beauty of it is. It only lasts for a moment, and then his favor lasts your whole life. Yeah. Meaning his his anger is always overridden by his favor. Thank you. So his he gets angry with you, but then he goes, Man, but I just oh look at him, I just love him so much. <laughs> There's time when I have to really get on my son. i pick on him because he's you know and and and, and then right after that, I go, man, I love you, dude. I have to make sure after I crush them, I tell them I love them. So one, I won't, you know, hey, dude, I'm not crushing you for no reason. I'm trying to correct something. And I'm trying not to raise a monster. Amen. Everybody say amen. Amen. We got a lot of monsters out here. You know, I don't blame the kids. You know who I blame? The parents. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I go, man, dude, I'm trying to help you. But man, dude, you know I love you. And I know he's going, Dad, you're showing me some crazy love here. (laughs) I'm like, God, and my anger towards you only lasts for a minute. Then my favor takes over. And you're all that matters. Where do we get that from? God. So God goes, Beth. You get on my nerves and put out, oh, I just love you so much. And my favorite, whatever you want, whatever. Look out for Beth, angels, heavens, best my. And they're like, weren't you just mad? Yeah, it only lasts a minute. Right. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. How long does your anger last? I was talking to a pastor, a friend of mine, and he was really thinking about quitting. And I go, dude, a lot of us are thinking about quitting these days. You know what what makes uh, uh, pastors want to quit? People. It's never the call or the stress of the call. It's never never the the burden that is laid on your shoulders. It is always the people, the challenge of the people. So he's telling me, his church is way bigger than ours. And he's telling me about, man, I just really think I want to get away from it. I don't, want to, I don't know if I want to do this any, anymore. And, 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 and he's like, man, I'm just, I find myself, everybody's so angry. And I don't want to deal with it. And I go, hey, that's great. I've been talking about anger. Pastors wait is never the, necessarily the call from God. It's the call of God and then relating it to the people, All right. and the people's response back. Hey amen. We got pastors that are getting ready to quit. I ain't one of them, hey amen, somebody, <laughs> today. But anyway. <laughs> Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. It really does. I mean, yeah. uh, you, you, I know you're having a bad moment. And, and I know you even feel the burden of God on you sometimes. But his favor steps in, and then he gets over it, and then you get over it. Amen. He gets over your, your stupidity really quick. And then, now here's the thing. We have to give o- get over it also. Listen, uh, God, doesn't, God doesn't stay angry at you. Thank so you. why do you stay angry at yourself? You got to get over it too. Mm-hmm. You got you to you you let it. You ever get mad at your kid and then, you know, an hour later your kid's back to being a kid again? They're over it. Don't sit and hold on to it. Amen. If God is over it, why are you still sitting with it? Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. You guys see that? Mm -hmm. So thank God, God's anger only lasts for a little bit. Auntie, go to Psalm 103. Psalms 103, verse 8. Come on. The Lord is compassionate and gracious. He's compassionate and he's gracious. And he's what, Auntie?
1: Slow to anger. He is
0: slow. Remember we talked about slow. It's not blow anger. Right, right. After you've blown up and cooled down, don't you feel like a fool? Uh-huh. It's because you were a fool. Amen. Right? So it's not blow up anger, but it's not no anger because some things we should be angry about. Paul says, be angry, just don't sin. You, sometimes you need to be angry because anger is a form of love. Because when you see something you love that's being damaged, don't you get angry? Amen. You, you find, see how it works? So here it is. It's thank God for the Lord' compassion and gracious, slow to anger, because it's not blow anger, it's not no anger, it's slow anger. It's calculated, it's thought out, it's strategic. When you see when you see your child doing something bad, you don't hate the child, and you're not angry at the child. You're angry at the thing or the behavior that is causing the child to hallelujah, somebody. Amen, that's
1: right. That's
0: what you get bent out of shape about, because you love your child. That's why you got anger right all right so here it is the lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love come on he will not always
1: accuse nor will he
0: harbor his anger forever he doesn't hold grudges everybody say amen amen that's what i love a him. he does that word accuse it actually means he doesn't criticize the lord the lord doesn't always criticize Don't, when you get angry, don't you begin to criticize? When you get angry at somebody, you know what you start to do? Criticize. That's true. Oh, you made me so mad, you don't never take out the garbage. I always take the handle on the door been broke for three months, you haven't fixed it. <laughs> the man starts criticizing. Man, you, you don't never cook on time. My food's always cold, and the house is always messed up. Well, you clean the house. I thank God. God's anger is not like ours. His anger is actually a holy anger. Hallelujah, somebody. Remember David said, my anger and my hatred and anger is perfect. It's like yours. So God doesn't respond like us. He doesn't begin to criticize. And he doesn't give you the silent treatment for a week and a half. (laughs) Like we do. Uh Everybody say amen to that. Come on now. Amen aren't you glad that if god gets angry it's only for a minute and his favor lasts forever and then when you go back to him 20 minutes later he goes okay what do you want to talk not talking about anger everybody say amen amen come on
1: he does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities do i have to say anything with that
0: he don't he doesn't treat us he doesn't give us the things that we deserve Okay, oh, so that's grace and mercy. Yes. One is not giving you what you do deserve, and the other one is giving you what you don't deserve. Yes. Here it is. He's going, man, I know he doesn't treat our sins. He doesn't repay us according to our iniquities, which we do all the time. He doesn't kill us for it. He doesn't cut us off. He doesn't give us the silent treatment. He doesn't, he doesn't criticize. Next verse.
1: For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. Uh-huh. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. huh. As a father has compassion on his children. You know
0: why he does that, Auntie? Because he's a parent yes. that has compassion on his children. So the Lord has compassion on those who fear, and that fear means ultimately respect him. Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: Which really... If you're thinking about it, parenting, that's all you want. I don't want you to be afraid of me. I want you to respect me. God's the same way. Where do we get all where do we get all these traits from? Get them from God. We have been born in his image, created in his likeness. Everybody say amen. Amen. So here it is. as a father's compassion to his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who respect him. Yes. And uh, and you know what? It's okay to be a little afraid of God, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. I'm, I'm a little nervous. And you know what? Every, every chance I get, I instill that in my children. Hey, 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 don't ever forget, as long as I walk this planet, I am king. All right. I'm king. You may be princesses and, and princes, but I'm king. All right. It's a little power. You need to hold a fear. Your, your kids need to be a little nervous. That's right. That's why I've told you, and I am not bashing anybody. But that's what, I would never call my son, my, bro, my son buddy. We're not buddies. I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong if you do it. I'm just talking about me personally. We are not buddies. We're, buddies means that we're equal. We're not equal. We're not boys on the street. Can we play and wrestle when he beats me up and all that? Of course we can. But push come to sub, I'm I'm Mufasa, dude. <laughs> you Simba That's another story for another time. 10313. Am I going further, Katrina, or what? Nope. Alright, we'll go to Proverbs chapter 14. Now when does anger go wrong? I gotta start talking about that. I got 23 minutes. Chris, don't say nothing about my clock. When when does when does anger go bad? Why does it? Why does it go bad then? Because anger we've established that is not necessarily a bad thing, but, it, but it, it, it goes bad. Let me tell you how it goes bad. It's because our loves are disordered, and it creates disordered anger. It's because what we love is distorted. It, it gets distorted, and so our anger is begin, It begins to be used incorrectly. All right. Auntie read this. A quick tipper person does foolish things. Uh, when you are upset and bent out of shape, here, here's the thing. You can't make good decisions. Man. When, 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 when you're really angry, never discipline your child when you're too angry. That's right. Give it a minute. When you're really angry, never have that conversation with your spouse. Amen. You're too angry. Mm-hmm. When you're really angry, don't try to sign no paperwork. That's true. Amen. That's true. Your, your, your decision-making systems are off. Everybody say amen to that. When you really get angry, don't you, you just cannot make sound. You do foolish things. And I love this. And the ones who devise evil schemes People hate those people, too. Yeah. See, some people don't blow their anger, but they, they, shoot, they, they take their anger and they begin to scheme and devise these, these crazy plans to try to hurt other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, some, some people don't blow up angry, but when anger comes, they go, Oh, OK, I'm going to get you back. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Everybody say amen to that. And then they start scheming. See, when they blow up and you you have an argument, okay, then it should be done. Oh, but when they're not arguing. You know, arguing is a good thing. It's a form of communication. The key to arguing is just don't argue too mad. And then remember, the problem is the problem. And then watch your criticisms. Everybody say amen. Arguing is not a bad thing. People have to learn how to argue the right way. Because really, you know what argument is? We disagree. So, after a disagreement, which is, yes, it's going to happen in humans, then the, the argument may ensue. But the problem is, argument goes bad because you get angry, people start cussing, and people, some people start going physically out of control. So, arguing isn't bad. It's like anything else, it gets turned bad. All right. It's OK to discuss things when you don't agree. But why are you so angry? What are you protecting? We're mostly protecting our pride, ego. We're mostly protecting us because we don't care about you, really, not at this moment. Even with people you love, when you argue with them, you don't really care about them. But right now, you, you're trying to get your point across, your thing, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I know this is right down the road, and I'm not really preaching. and I'm just talking. Because this is serious stuff. Anger. Kenan, are you angry? No, I'm pretty good. Well, OK, so why do you get so frustrated? And then it turns into anger. Oh, yeah, 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 I get it now. What am I protecting? Well, my tranquility. I hate for anything to aggravate me. Well, that's not realistic, Kenan. Things are going to aggravate you all the time. Cause you're not perfect and you got issues. Okay, that's cruel, but okay. <laughs> come on, next verse. You want me to go? Uh, but here, but Auntie, a
1: patient man. Come on. A patient man has has great understanding, but one who is quick temper displays folly. A
0: patient man is very smart. There are times when I have to breathe. Just. I'm trying to to gather myself. So when I pull up and I got scooters and bikes in the driveway, I got garbage all in my yard, I go, this got to take a minute. Mm -hmm. When I watch the news, I go, amen. Amen. When something ain't happening the way I need it, I have to go, all right, all right, let's gather ourselves right now. Yes. you got to talk to yourself constantly. Because one burst of anger can change the whole narrative. And it actually can affect your life That's true. on a way you might not want it affected, eh? depending on how angry you get. Eh? Amen, Amen, somebody. Being angry might cause you to reach out and do something physical that you just don't want to do. Being angry might make you say words you can never get back. See, anger destroys community and relationships. Amen. You get so angry, and then you boom, and then you can't get it back. You can say you're sorry, but you're never going to get it back. Amen. All right? All right? So we read Patient people do stupid things. I mean, do, do the smart things. They're, they're smart. Quick-tempered people do stupid things. That's what that folly means. Yes. This is what I saw. And I saw it broke down. I broke it down in the original text. This is what it says. A patient man is very smart. It says, he who is slow to anger has great understanding and practice from his self-control. But he who is quick-tempered exposes and exalts his foolishness for everybody to see. Yes. You ever been somewhere and somebody just gets so irate and everybody's just looking at him? Mm-hmm. What is this wrong with this idiot? Everybody can see your stupidity. Nothing's controlling your anger right now. Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Verse thirty says a peace of mind makes the body healthy. Do you know the anger? hurts you physically? It does. Yes, it does. I read the study, and it said that I, I was reading online, and I found the study. And, 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 and uh, I, I don't always go it online. But then I looked at a couple of more studies to see if this was correct. And you know that anger is the, one of the major anger unforgiveness. Yeah, yeah. one of the things that damages the body the most.
1: That's right. You know why?
0: Because it's like cancer. It eats you up from the inside. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right? Peace of mind makes the body healthy, but jealousy is like a cancer. <laughs> Envy is rottenness to the bones. That's what it means. See, some people make you mad because uh, you just don't like them. Some people make you mad because someone that's like them did something to you years ago, and you're now you're mad at everybody like that. Can you imagine as a man, some woman does you wrong. Now, you're mad at every woman that comes after her. Some, some preacher or some pastor made you mad, and then they come in here, and they're, and they're mad. Mm-hmm. When I talk to people who have been, hey, I went to this church. I've been to that church. I've been over East Central Baptist. I've been to left-wing Pentecost. They, I've been to, to the God of it. And then they end up here, and I go, you won't be here long either. Mm -hmm. I know what you're doing. People upset you, offended you, so you go somewhere else. And then they upset you, and they offend you. You go somewhere else, they upset you. You ever think the problem is just you? Everybody's offending you? Well, I know I'm going to offend you. Angry. Mm -hmm. What are you protecting? Hallelujah, somebody. When you get angry, ask yourself, what am I protecting? Proverbs chapter 15. Come on, out.
1: A gentle answer turns away wrath,
0: but a harsh word stirs up anger. When someone comes to you and you have a choice, do I respond angrily, or do I hold up and just say what I need to say? Because Because I'm telling you, here's another one of my flaws. If you come at me with aggression, I'm coming back at you with aggression. I'll never start the aggression. But if you come at me with aggression, I'm not going to give you calm back. I can match your aggression. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it says a gentle answer calms everything down. Yes. If you come back harsh, it's just going to keep the anger lit. Right. You ever had somebody get angry at you, and you just look at them like they're stupid? No, what happens? It takes the oxygen out of the fight. Mm-hmm. You know how fire needs oxygen to breathe? It smothers the fire. If someone is all bent out of shape and you're not, they're just bent out of shape and looking stupid by themselves.
1: That's right. Amen.
0: You won. It's really quiet. Man. <laughs> I've won. You're crazy. I'm standing here looking at you like that. I saw this guy who went off at the store. I see some amazing things at the store. And the young girl that he was going off on wasn't her fault. She just looked at him. And the guy's like, well, I don't understand this. I brought the thing back. You can't bring this stuff back during a pandemic. And the guy's all out. his mind, And the girl's just looking at him. And you can see the guy just come down. Well. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. Never argue with people where you're not going to get anywhere. I'm not going to meet aggression with aggression. Unless you're trying to hurt your family or something I care about. Then I'm going to suck your gut. But I'm not going to meet aggression over something you think is right. I'm not going to win this. So you can de-escalate just by your response. And at those moments of stupidity from someone, if you match it with stupidity, then you, you might as well be putting gas on the fire, not
1: smothering.
0: it. Mm-hmm. Everybody say amen. Amen. So the girl comes over with the bill, puts it on the table, and goes, I'll take it up whenever you guys are ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was good. That one was good. That was good. That was good. Not going to get me. I wanted to rip that bill up to just the whole girl. Are you right? I haven't ate a fry yet. <laughs> and I thought, that was really good. You are really, you are really Oh, <laughs> that was a good one. I've never experienced that. Right now when I'm talking about aggravation and anger, that was good. Saying that was good. Yeah, everybody, I'm almost done. You guys all right? <laughs> you guys are so quiet today. Are you listening?
1: we listening,
0: Pastor. Okay, you're making me nervous. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, uh,
1: Katrina, somebody, where are we going next? To. the tongue of the wise adorns knowledge, but the mouth of the
0: fools gushes folly. It says, listen to the wise. Everybody say amen. People who increases your knowledge. But not only nonsense, it says, only nonsense comes from the mouths of fools. Don't waste your time arguing with a fool. A fool will ruin your day. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. I won't tell that story. Next verse.
1: The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. And so in your
0: mind you're thinking, man, I can't let this person get away with that. But you don't have to. The Bible says that God is seeing everything that's going on. God will handle it. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. God has seen the discussion. He saw the, the misunderstanding he's going to handle. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you.
0: So that means there's times when I shouldn't handle this. I remember we were at a Pistons game, and, and people, you know how you go to somebody in your seat. So we come up, and, you know, the, the guy it down, and, like, hey, somebody's in the seat. And then the, the, the father gets so our right. And I'm thinking in my mind, dude, I can crush you. I, I'm sorry. Pray for me. That's where my mind goes. <laughs> And then, but in my mind, I was cool because I'm like, dude, this don't make sense. Nobody's at a Pistons game. Pistons (laughs) stink, right? So I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and argue. We can sit anywhere. But then I go, hey, dude, you're kind of upset. Is this really worth getting upset? And you can see him go. (laughs) And you can tell his wife is so used to it because she's just like hitting him, like, stop, stop. Always. And don't us. You oh, get so angry over it. I go, "Hey, dude, is this really worth getting angry at Then you can just see it. Take he just went, and he gets up, and down, <laughs> and we end up hanging out the rest of the day. <laughs> it's really worth getting mad
1: at you, Why are you even here? Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> I rather go to the dentist. <laughs> Drop down to verse 18. 15, 18. Come on. Come a hot tempered person stirs up conflict. A quick tempered man, not your birth, causes fight. Come on. But the one who is patient calms a quarrel.
0: But if you're patient, it brings peace and it calms the situation. Yes. I really got to stop these I know the world of thing I know they are. Everybody's angry. Everybody's out there angry. Everybody's mad. We got we got two Americans going on right Yes, we do. Everybody's angry. Right? And in the midst of it, in the middle of it, it's supposed to be us. Now, I'm going to be honest, there's not a lot of us. That's true.
1: Quick tip, man, call it. patient, 1632. Better is a patient person than a warrior one with self control than one who takes the
0: spirit then he spirit he
1: Discipline your children, for in that there is hope. It says, discipline, for teach
0: your children why they do you. will destroy them, and you will create money. Mm-hmm. And you will release them out to the world, and the world got to deal with the money. Amen, somebody. Amen. Come.
1: Do not be willing, a willing party to their death. A hot-tempered person must pay the penalty.
0: Yes, and when you do this, teach your children, discipline. Look at this thing. I, I broke the thing You says, and do not your or, or, or resentment by imposing Oh. Abuse comes from comes from someone not being able to control their anger and exacting out punishment that this that's too much. They shouldn't get that. So what is the so we have to discipline? But I'm talking about where does child abuse come from? It comes from love and anger being disordered.
1: a person must pay the penalty rescue them and you will have to do it again Anyway... Okay. to advice and accept discipline at the end you will be counted among the wise and
0: time list- I'm trying to. Proverbs twenty two twenty four. 24, ready quick.
1: Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Listen, don't be friends with people who
0: are angry all the time. I grew up with a bunch of guys and we stayed friends from, from, from elementary school all the way through high school, we're still friends now. One of the friends we had, he, we used to have to get him to talk before we went out every night. Hey man, don't get into no trouble. Hey man, we gonna go in here, don't say nothing stupid, don't hit, I don't feel like fighting today, I got my good clothes on. <laughs> you never had that conversation? I did. Because why? Dude, you, gonna, you always get us in trouble. We're at the movie theater, and it's like seven of us, just guys hanging out. Back in Detroit, you have this, these common areas where, see, because back then it was about which school you went to in high school. We had these common areas. One of them was this movie theater on Grand River. Now you would go there and you would have people from this school, people from that school. So we're all in there, it's packed. I forgot, I think we went to see Friday the 13th or some crazy stuff. And we're in there and then, man I just told you guys how old I am. But anyway, and we go in there and we're sitting there and then everybody's talking and then the movie usually comes on and everybody gets quiet. These one guys kept talking. One of my friends goes, hey you guys need to shut up. And then, they were behind us. He stands up and yells that, I'm down in the seat and I'm looking. (laughs) At least 14 guys stand up with different colored jackets than ours. And they're going, what, who said that? I'm like, here we go, here we go. (laughs) Fast forward, movie's over, fight breaks out in the lobby. And I'm like, dude, go get the car, because we're going to have to fight our way out of here. One friend runs to get the car. He pulls the car. Todd, you know Todd. He goes to get the car. He pulls up this old rat we used to call it. Remember this old show called Beretta? I know most of you don't. It was a piece of crap car like that. We all run out jumping in the windows. We end up laughing about it. But I, I look at him and I go, dude, you have got to stop. I'm not going nowhere else with you. Don't hang out with people who are too quick tempered. Hallelujah, somebody. That's not Kenan's just talking. Do not make friends with a hot tempered person. Do not associate with one who is easily angry. Anybody see that? Come on, almost done.
1: Or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared.
0: No, why? Because you're gonna get caught up in that, and you're gonna get trouble your way. Everybody say, "Man of that, yeah. come on." Oh, go. Okay. go, go, go. go.
1: Do not be the one who shakes hands and pledge. Oh, you want me to go to the? Oh, no, no. Okay, no. Please it, please say it says you do not. Verse twenty. What is that? Twenty. That oh, was please, that.
0: seven. Now let's go there. I'm trying to get done. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit for anger resides in the lap of fools.
0: It says be not quick in your, in your spirit to become angry for anger lodges in, the, lodges in the heart or only fools hold grudges. It says be not quick to be angry in your spirit, cuz what's gonna happen? You're gonna hold a grudge. It's gonna turn into bitterness, it's gonna turn into hatred, and all of it is disorder, all right? James 1 and 19 says, know this, my beloved brothers and sisters, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Be quick to listen. Think about what you're going to say before you say it and hold your anger. Take a second because you can't get words back that's true. People have done amazing things in moments of anger, and then they end up in prison. That's right. You do things that you're gonna resent. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hate it, not resent. You, you're, gonna, you're gonna hate it later. You're gonna you're gonna hate you did that. It's gonna cause you to cause pain to community, family, friends, people you love. And you're never gonna get those words back. Man. Never gonna get those actions back. causes you to look like a fool out on the street. amen. For all to see. Last verse, verse 20 says, if you are angry you cannot do anything oh, you cannot do any of the good things that God wants you to do. Yes. It doesn't produce righteousness. The righteousness in you that God desires. Yes. When you're angry, you God can't even use you. When you're angry, what kind of representation of God are you? I'm talking about disorder anger because some things we need to be angry about. Amen. It's not blow-up anger, it's not no anger. It's calculated, it's slow. Know why it's slow? Because you have to do steps. You have to be quick to hear first. Let's get this clear. Let me hear what you're saying. Let me listen to the situation. Then let me think about it before I say something. Slow to speak. And then it will decide if it deserves my anger or not. But if it deserves my anger, it's a slow calculated one. Oh man. Pinpointing, str- strategic. Surgical almost. Somebody asked you ever had to have an operation, and the operation is on your knee. They're not fixing your heart. That's right. Surgical. So why is it slow anger? Because it's a process that you get to before you get angry. And it's a matter of milliseconds. realizing that wait a minute if I throw fire on this I'm going to blow this thing up, I'm going to get it out of control we're realizing that you know what if I, if I start yelling and stuff like that I'm going to get that back remember if I don't, if I need to, I need to calm this quarrel, by, see all this is in your mind at, in, in a matter of seconds and minutes to decide if you're going to get angry or not that's why it's slow anger because there's a, it's not a bam because t- anger is like dynamite it, it explodes, it blows up it, it disintegrates But it's slow because I got this process before I decide if I should be angry right now. Mm -hmm. And then I have to decide what kind of anger I have once I get there. Then I have to establish why I'm angry. I have to sin not.
1: That's right.
0: Now. I'm not telling you what you should do. And I don't do it. I'm trying to say, hey, people upset me all the time. And I'm going to get victory. I used to think that getting victory was if you got upset and I got upset and I got you pumped down, I won. Now my victory is you get upset. And you might get me upset. But I'm going to hold my righteousness. Now I'm going to let God decide. Amen. The problem and the truth about anger. So let's recap really quick. First of all, anger is not sin. We've established that. Hatred is not sin. We've established that. You know why, right? Because God and Jesus both had anger. They got angry and they hate. And these these things have been given to us by God, but they've been given to us by God because of love. But what happens? Love gets distorted, which distorts our anger. And then we take it out on the world. And then you ask yourself, what am I protecting? Well, probably my pride, my ego. Or I'm trying to manipulate because I want something my way. Or I got some notion in my head, I'm seeking some life that I'll never have. Can you imagine a life of just pure tranquility on this earth is not going to happen?
1: That's
0: right. I'm like, Kenny. you want something that will never happen. You're not gonna have a day where you just not just, you're just tranquil, where nothing aggravates you. Here's the problem, why does so much aggravate you? Mister, you don't care about nothing. You do care about stuff, you care about your ego, your pride, your happiness, your peace. And here's the key and I'm done. All that comes from God who you are comes from God. That's why I love get disorder. Cuz when you love something good and you make it an ultimate thing, then you respond differently. Everybody remember that? Mm-hmm. So when you love something that's good and you take that thing that's good and you make it ultimate, when God is the only thing that's supposed to be ultimate. Then all these things are going to be they're going to be trying to get your happiness and your fulfillment and your satisfaction and your respect and all that from these things that are going to fail all the time if they don't come from God, you will always be angry at those things. Stop being so angry let the world be angry around you sorry I went a little over I wanted to finish that and I wasn't preaching I'm just talking so I'm really trying to help you And I realize something. The way I can help the most is if I never stand up here and act like I'm perfect. That's right. But what I will say is I'm working on it. <laughs> and I have victories and I have failures. But I realize the more I know God, the more I realize how not like God I am. pray for me. I'll pray for you. Father, I give you glory and praise. Thank you for blessing them, for keeping them, for teaching them. Lord, I pray you watch over us out here in the world. But I pray, Lord, everything you have put down in our spirit will come up when we need it. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to function in the world. Help us to be strong in times when we have to be strong. Help us to get angry when we should, but help us to maintain our anger so that sin won't take us over and we won't give room to the devil to tear our lives up. Pray you strengthen us. So Lord, there's so many things right now that is desiring to make me angry. But Lord, I thank you and praise you that your word works that you will help us with these situations. And we'll give you all the glory and we'll give you all the praise. We pray that in Jesus' name.